What are we talking about on the Grow Your Damn Business podcast? We're talking about business, specifically your business. Is it growing or are you stuck? How painful is that growth? Is it running you or are you running it? Are you working in your business or on your business? On the Grow Your Damn Business podcast, we explore these questions and much more. Expect a lively, spirited discussion about what it takes to grow your damn business. And now, on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Damn Business podcast. Uh, Looking forward to this one today. Got a great guest in store for you, Kevin Palmieri, joining us uh, from lovely New England. And for those of you that are watching video, see I've got my Red Sox gear on today to celebrate. Uh, Kevin, join us. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Scott, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it very much. I'm excited to see uh, where we go today together. Absolutely. absolutely. And I'm talking to a professional today, so I'm expecting to learn some things and hopefully can <laughs> share those things that I learn along with the audience as well. Kevin is the founder, CFO, and host of the Next Level University podcast. Uh, he's got a lot more reps under his belt than I do, to say the least. So that's why I look at this as a nice learning journey. But uh, I, as I like to do here, I always let my guests tell their story a little bit. So Kevin, why don't you just give us a little background and then we'll dig into how you got here and, and how things are going today. Yeah. The, the simplest form of, uh, I guess the shortest form of my story is I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. I didn't know my dad. I didn't meet my dad until I was 27. So obviously wow. that has played a role in the man you see in front of you today. Sure. Other than that, childhood was normal. And for those listening, I put that in quotes because I don't know what a normal childhood is. Normal is subjective, right. but In high school, that's when things really started to shift for me, Scott, because I knew I didn't want to go to college. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew another four years of school, that just isn't it for me. I've been counting down the seconds till I got out of high school. So I started working at a bunch of odd jobs. I pumped gas. I cleaned bathrooms at a hospital, forklift operator, truck driver, personal trainer, many, many different things. The, the buffet of uh, hourly work to figure out what is, yeah. <laughs> if there's a shoe that would fit there. Yep. If any. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was pretty much it. And none right. of them really fit, right? Okay. None of them really fit to the degree I wanted them to. But I eventually got this very unique opportunity in an industry called weatherization. And all weatherization is, is you go into buildings and you make them more energy efficient. So I worked in schools Anything government or state owned is what the company I worked for did. So I was making really good money because I was on prevailing wage contracts, 60 to $120 an hour. Nice. Awesome. In my mind. How did you stumble into that one, by the way? I definitely definitely stumbled into it. Yeah. I I went to this job fair of all places and it was basically learn a new trade and we'll connect you with a a company. And I was like, okay, this this probably isn't going to work that well. I learned a new trade at the end. They said, Hey, you have a really great personality. We we're going to connect you with this company. And I remember when they said there is a lot of travel involved, but you're going to be making $60 an hour. I was like, this is not real. This is definitely, I'm going to get abducted. Most likely this isn't how it's going to work, (laughs) but it ended up coming to fruition. And the first job I ever had with them, I traveled eight hours to a different state, moved into a house with six strangers I had never met and then proceeded to do a job I had never done. So there was a lot of Growth wow. and evolution, yeah. Through that, throw it into the you know, we'll throw right into the fire there and see yep. if you can handle it. Right, I mean, that seems. What, that's what we kind of like. figured it out. We kind yeah, of figured yeah. it out. So awesome. I ended up staying there, and eventually I got promoted to a foreman, and I was running jobs. We were traveling all over the East Coast of the U.S., and 
at 25, it looks like I had it all. I mean, I had a high paying job. I had a sports car. I had just won a bodybuilding show. So I was in the best shape of my life. My girlfriend was a model, all the things, right? All the things. Yeah. 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 All the things you could ever want. But I still ended up sitting on the edge of a hotel bed a couple of years later, contemplating suicide. So I ended up leaving my job. And I already had a podcast with like 20 episodes. So my, my friend and I went into business together and we said, okay, we want to create the most successful self-improvement company on the planet because we believe that's what we needed when right. we were both going through hard times. And that was yeah. 2018. And here we are almost 1400 episodes later. Wow. Yeah. And I want to talk, talk, talk about that launch. So b- big move there and, and uh, you, you share what you're comfortable in doing, but mm-hmm. things are going smashingly and then they're not without <laughs> digging in there too much. An event or two that got you there because it obviously sent you in a whole different direction and, and obviously a very traumatic time in your life, but can, can you share a couple of things that was going on there that, that may others may that are listening take some benefit from and say, okay, this can be turned, right? There's something there that you can turn from. Yeah. So the interesting thing for me was I think I've always been looking for the key to happiness, success, fulfillment, and self-love. And okay. yeah. honestly, I thought the, the first car would do it. Sure. Nah, that's not it. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's that thing. The, yeah. the beautiful girlfriend. Mm, that's not it. You know what it is? I need to make a hundred thousand dollars. That's what it is. Once I make that money. Right. So what I always say is I had gone through life finding a bunch of keys and it just didn't open the lock, didn't mm-hmm. open the lock. So I convinced myself and went all in on the one that I thought would. And when it didn't, it, it broke me. It was too much. It was too much awareness yeah. all at once. And I realized that for most of my life, I'd been living unconsciously. I'd, I'd lived unconsciously. I had yeah. a big piece of awareness and I have this, I, so I started a podcast and I fell in love with the podcast, but I, now I hate my job. I absolutely loathe it, Yeah, but I have to keep going. Right. So yeah. that what, so really what did that podcast do for you. So what, the, what, the, what were those first episodes like? You're doing it with a friend, <laughs> but obviously the, I don't mean, I'm not trying to play armchair psychology. Was it a chance to unload or say out loud the things? I mean, what was going on in those first few that kind of got this thing going? There had to be something there that that got you forward, right? Got you to take the next step forward in the right direction. Yeah, it was a chance for me to talk about deep stuff that most people around me weren't allowing me to talk about. They didn't want to talk about your biggest fears or your biggest successes, or if you could do anything with your life, what would you do? In the very beginning, it was just very philosophical. Let's just imagine what life could be like. And I think it just gave me the opportunity to be creative. And what it really brought me, Scott, was fulfillment. I actually felt like I was doing something that mattered. I felt like I was doing something greater than me. And that was a a feeling that I had never felt before. So I fell in love with that feeling and I'm, and now I loathe my job and I have to force myself to go every single day. That's really when it, it kind of broke me as I realized I'm going to be at this job forever and this podcast thing's never going to exist. Kevin, was there an, in, was it, obviously there was an intrinsic level of it. Were you getting any external extrinsic feedback that you were reaching some folks with those first few episodes that was feeding that and, and, feeling like you're maybe you, you got something here that you wanted to then really go all in on not as much as i had hoped we talked about that before right, we started right. it takes a minute to get things rolling yeah i think that's most people's stories i mean yeah. it was very few but the few messages i did get felt really good to me because it it was just like oh you're on the right path or maybe you're actually pretty good at this 
you might not be nearly as bad as you thought when it comes to speaking and telling stories. So it was really the other interesting thing about it is I never started this for money and I never planned on turning this into a business. I started this from a place of passion. So even the few messages I was getting that felt really good. I just, you always want to get more. You always want more listens, more money, more impact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what a great starting point. What a great jumping off point. Uh, so, you know, I work with uh, the entrepreneur operating system and we spend a lot of time with our clients talking about what is the reason beyond money that you're doing what you do, right? You, you founded this business for a reason. And yes, earn a li- earning a living is always part of it, right? You can't, no, no one's just, you know, paying to work. That's right. not normally a thing, although it can feel like that in the early <laughs> days of a startup. Uh, but ultimately, right, there's a, there's a higher purpose. There's a higher cause. And in your case, a passion that is the jumping off point. And if you stay true to that passion, the other good stuff will follow. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. So you started, it was a passion play and it wasn't for money. Uh, it's now pretty thriving business. What, what were a couple of moments early on there that you really figured that, okay, we're going to take a jump here. Uh, so let's talk about those positives first. And I, you know, I'll bring it back and say, okay, what were the sideways moments or the moments where you were like, oh crap, what's next? So but yeah. let's talk about the positive ones first. What were the few good jumping off points or moments when you realized this is going to be a going concern, something that's going to take us forward? Uh, one of the th- conversations I had with my business partner, I said, I have to start making money. Like at this point, I'm $35,000 in debt and we can get more into that. But he said, well, you should start coaching people for free. And I said, I don't know if you misheard what I have just said, but I do need some money. And (laughs) free is not going to be on the positive side of the ledger. It doesn't doesn't work work that way. But so I, so I started coaching, I coached five people for free for two months. And at the end of the two months, I said, Hey, I can't do this for free anymore. What do you think of 50 bucks a week? And so I went from making $0 an hour to $50 an hour with five clients. Yeah. That was a very real moment for me of, Oh my goodness. Interesting. This would, this is definitely a possibility. Now, is that super scalable? No, not in the beginning, but that's not what I'm focused on in the beginning. I'm just trying to survive. That was one big one. And then I had another very big one. Somebody reached out to me one time, one of our mentors. And he said, Hey Kev, I have a friend who wants to start a podcast. And I was like, cool. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to produce it. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? And he said, well, you have 400 episodes at this point. Like, you know more about podcasting than most people. I, I think you should coach him and then you should produce the show. And I had a couple meetings with this, this guy and he was the CEO of a financial firm. So I was like, I am in over my head here. Yeah. This is, this is not the people that I'm hanging with. Normally, right. 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 I'm not used to this. This is, this is weird. I'm going to his right. office, but I went and met with him three or four times. And the last time I went, went and met with him, he's like, all right, how much does it cost to get what I want? And I said, it's $1,500 a month, $1,500 up, uh, $1, up front. And he's like, cash, check, Venmo, what do you want? And I was like, whatever. I don't, you can yeah. write it on a piece of paper for sure. all I care. Yeah. And yeah. I was in the elevator leaving and I texted my wife. She's my, she was my girlfriend. She's my wife now. Yeah. And I said, babe, we did it. And for me, that was like, I just made $3,000 in a, in a five minute period. Now, a lot of people would say that doesn't have to do with your podcast. That has everything to do with our podcast because that's the credibility I needed to help somebody else. That was a very big moment for me because that was proof of concept that there's many other businesses you can build from a successful podcast. If you know how you built what you've built and you can help other people do the same. So that individual that provided that introduction sounds pretty like a pretty critical 
mm-hmm. plays a pretty critical part in the story, right? That intro was was so big. How did that come about? What, what was that person in your life? And are you still in contact with that person? Um, the person is no longer in our life because okay. or lives because we over time you start to figure out your core values. And at one point in my life, survival was my core value. So it's like yeah. I just need to figure out how to get through. Now. In reflection, a lot of the character traits of this individual are not necessarily aligned with who we are, our brand, and who we want to become as men. So we've kind of moved on. I'm very grateful for the opportunity and the introduction, but I have to protect the the character because at the end of the day, everything is built on that. So yeah. we do not we do not contact or work with this person anymore, unfortunately. Okay. Interesting. Well, you know, in core values, uh, once again, another topic that uh, spent spend a lot of time on, right? You know what they are, just got to discover them. They're not always there right at the get-go, mm-hmm. but you, you, you through, through over time or some exercises, you find them. And then it's wonderful when you can attract the people to you that share those core values, repel the, those that don't, right? Mm-hmm. Fantastic when, when you're in that space, whether that's people that you employ or even that you do business with. And I think that's when you get to next level to use your term, but <laughs> you're getting to that next level where, oh, I'm only going to do business with, with those folks that, that share what I share yeah. in terms of what is important to me, right? That, that's, a, that's taking things to a different place than someone getting some core values and hanging them on a wall and looking at them every now and then, right? You're living yeah. them in your case, it sounds yeah. like. And, yeah, and, it's, and, it's yeah. everything. It's the brand. Yeah. yeah. So big jumping off point there. Um, I, I always love to hear those other side of the stories as well, not to dwell on them, but just to learn from them. First client comes on board. You did it there. Moving forward, was there another time when you're like, okay, I'm at another crossroads, fork in the road. We call it hitting the ceiling. Like to get to another ceiling and say, okay, now what? What am I going to, how am I going to pivot? What am I going to do differently? Did you reach another one of those moments? Probably more than one, but (laughs) one that really sticks out that you'd like to share. Yeah. I mean, the the big two that pop into my mind are we started delegating pretty early and building a team, which is- You know, Huge. video editing, audio editing is just not my forte. How do I pass that on to somebody who is more capable and has more time to do that? That was a huge thing for us that in retrospect, we did very early when we we pretty much started delegating when we had clients paying us. And it was like, okay, now we can actually pay people through delegation. That was right. one. And just transparently, I hit what feels like ceilings very often just from a place of self-belief. A lot of what I do on the day-to-day, I still do not know how this happened the way it did, very transparently. <laughs> I have a great business partner. He's led the way in a lot of this, and I'm very, very uh, eternally grateful for that. But I, I routinely have moments of imposter syndrome and how am I going to do this? I have meetings with people I never thought I'd be meeting with. That has been the – honestly, that has been the biggest ceiling for me is my own level of self-belief self-worth and and self-competence. And that's something I'm working on every, every single day. On the Grow Your Damn Business podcast, we talk with entrepreneurs about their journeys, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Growth never happens in a straight line. How do business owners overcome those moments when they hit a ceiling, feel stuck, and are trying to work through it? Are they spending their time working on their business or in their business? On the Grow Your Damn Business podcast, we explore these questions and much more. Expect a lively, spirited discussion about what it takes to succeed as an entrepreneur and grow your damn business. The Grow Your Damn Business podcast is hosted by Scott Goodrich, a professional EOS implementer. To learn more about EOS and how it might help grow your damn business, you can email Scott at scott.goodrich at eosworldwide.com or check out his website at www.eosworldwide.com forward slash scott hyphen goodrich. 
This podcast is a production of Old Soul. Old Soul is a one-stop marketing agency that builds podcasts for personal brands and businesses. If you're interested in starting your own podcast show, shoot them an email at info at aoldsoul.com. That's info at aoldsoul.com. I'd actually put you in the majority, not the minority, mm. to, to go through that, right? Anytime you enter into something new, that's like having, or even starting a new job, and it's like, okay, they hired me to do what again? I right. Do, right. It does, any walk life or in a new social situation, or wait a second, I'm on this stage now? How did I, what, what's right. this about, right? I mean, that's, I, I think I think it's more common than folks like to admit and, and own up to, and, and uh, the fact that you're able to do that, um, it's, it's huge in terms it. of your, your own growth. Um one of the coaches here at EOS, uh, the coach that, that led our, our team through our first round of training and remains our coach today, he says that uh, when you're feeling those moments of imposter syndrome, something great is around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like he sees them as signs of greatness and opportunity and possibility and not as, as blocks or ceilings. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful way to look at it. Because we always say, right, in, from the uncomfortables where all the growth happens, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's really what we're talking about here. Yep. You've got to get in and wade into that so that you can make those make those steps and move forward. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I'm afraid to lose imposter syndrome because if I lose yeah. imposter syndrome, I'm probably not growing anymore. Yeah, you get it's comfort level, right? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a comfort level, mm-hmm. right? Just just wade in and do, learn, fail. Roll forward again, right? <laughs> and that's that, that's the thing. It's a, a theme thing you've got there. Mm-hmm. So. You said you got to that that four hundred mark. Now to fifteen hundred mark. What what have been some of the other things that have allowed that exponential growth? Obviously, you've stayed at it right since twenty eighteen, five plus years mm-hmm. now of podcasting. All those episodes in there. What are some other lessons that have been helpful for you just to kind of keep it rolling, keep it going? And then I want to talk a little bit more about next level and what are the other services it offers. Yeah, I would say identifying your your perceived genius zones. Really, I mean, one of the reasons we have gotten to where we are today is because we've been very, very crystal clear on the priorities. Priority, really, because you can yeah. only have one at a time. But that, just the understanding of, for me, our podcast, being on other podcasts and coaching podcasts, that is what you will find me doing 95% of the time. Yeah. Now, I'm the CFO of the company, so I do a lot of stuff with you know the finances, but that's honestly less than everything else. That has been very, very important because there are certain things that nobody on the team can ever do like I do. Right. Just right. like there are certain things people on the team do that I could never do. So that's been really, really, really big. And then I would also say the the three T's, the, the tools, the training, and the team. I mean, those yeah. are really three big things that we have leveraged. We are always trying to elevate our tools, new equipment, uh, new laptops, new mixer, new camera, whatever it is. We're always right. trying to do that. We will never say no to something that will help us be better at what we do. And then we're always training. We're always learning about what's happening. We're learning more about business. We're learning more about social media, marketing, all that stuff. It's just a never ending. Every time we get good at something, it's time to learn something new and yeah. just have a new a new strength around that. Keep it, keep it rolling. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. All right, so... So where's next level today? What are the, where are the things that you're you're doing today? And and then maybe we'll take a little glimpse to the future as well. But you know, what what is the services out there? Obviously, you mentioned the three things you're focused on. I also mm. know you do a lot of speaking. So <laughs> maybe tell you a little about what what you're doing today and yeah. and what you're continuing to learn as you venture into different different. I, I would say adjunct parts, right? I don't think it sounds like you're pretty focused on on podcasting as your environment, yeah. but the you know the ancillary things that that go on with that. Yeah. So right now we do seven episodes a week. 
with wow. a podcast. I also have a, a podcast about podcasts. Go figure. Okay. So I do another episode a week for that. And then wow. fr- from there we do, we have one-on-one coaching, group coaching. We have a next level social media team that does people's social medias, next level web solutions that builds websites, next level podcast solutions. So every problem we ran across as entrepreneurs doing this in this space, when we figured out how to solve and systematize, we just made that a part of the business. Interesting. Right. So, yeah, and we have retreats yeah. and live events and stuff like that as well. But yeah. yeah, it really is that it's, we want to do an episode every day. We want to be in your pocket every single day for free wow. from anywhere on the planet forever. Yeah. We don't yeah. ever anticipate stopping that. And then no matter where you are financially or where you are from a self-improvement set point, there is somewhere in the business for you because we don't believe that if you don't pay, you don't play. I don't, I don't believe that. There's always got to be somewhere for you. So Facebook group, mailing list. Yeah, there's a lot going yeah. on. Sure, yeah. It sounds like it's... How big is the team now? Uh, 17. 17-person 17 team wow. right now. From from two people to, to that and rolling along. It's, it's, uh, you're probably wondering, like, once again, how the heck did this happen? Always. Always, Scott. <laughs> Every day. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you've had some opportunities to, to share. When you do your speaking engagements, are, are, you, are we still in that podcast realm and, and talking about that? Or is it more of that personal growth story that we talked about earlier on that you're starting to share and, and letting folks in a little bit into who you are as a person? Yeah, it's very interesting. That's a great question. It's very interesting because I do some podcast-specific stuff. But since Next Level U, like the biggest piece of our brand is holistic self-improvement, a lot of the opportunities for speaking and training is in that realm just because that's yeah. the biggest piece of our platform. Obviously, there's crossover. We have a lot of credibility when it comes to podcasting, but most of it is holistic self-improvement, productivity, relationships, self-worth, self-belief. That That's kind of where we planted our flag in self-improvement. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just... I love that theme there, and you've got that personal story to, to share and, and tying them together, as, as we've talked about. It's, it's fantastic. Just to jump backwards a little bit, um, on, on, the, on the podcast side, you, you, you put your head down and you, and you kept going forward and you're committed to doing that. What are some other lessons that obviously you've applied to this industry, uh, getting out there, getting your message out there, staying true to, to, to delivering the content? What are some other things that have proved to be successful mantras, I'm sticking to this, whatever it is that has allowed you to keep stepping forward and, and keep pushing forward um, to, to get to the volume that you're at right now. Uh, one of the things I try to say often is the problems I have today are the problems I would have wished for five years ago. I say that almost every day because yeah, there's always yeah. going to be problems, right? So sure, sure, yeah. that's one thing I'm saying to right. my, myself constantly. And then just as a business, one thing we say all the time is scale the unscalable. It's I know it might not seem like a valuable use of my time to send videos to people who follow me on social media, but that's one of the reasons we grew as fast as we did because we had a real authentic relationship with our audience. Yeah. You know, I used to give up my phone number and say, Hey, if you want to jump on a FaceTime, I'm happy to jump on a FaceTime. I just want to learn about you. I don't even have coaching. I can't sell you anything if I wanted to. I think that's one of the reasons we grew as fast as we did because people actually felt like they knew us and there's something about that. You're, you want to tune into something where you actually feel like you know the people behind it. So scale the unscalable is something that I say very, very often, and it's something that I want to do forever. Obviously, I'll never be able to do it as much as I used to, but there's no reason I can't have some little, you know, some little ingredient of that for right. the rest of the recipe of this business. I don't see any reason I can't. 
So is the number you said 4,000 episodes right now? Is that right? No. So 14. I've done. I'm sorry. 14. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've done 1,400 as NLU. Right. I've done 53 as a podcast myself. And then I've been on probably 600 other shows. So I'm over 21, 2,200. Yeah. So, So the reps are there. Is there a. I'll call it the white whale. Is there a guest out there for you uh, that that <laughs> that message is something that you want to share on your platform? You you know about him or her, but you don't. They have they haven't appeared yet. Is there someone out there that you would effort to get? <laughs> um, there's there's many people. It's interesting. We don't so we don't even do guest interviews anymore. Okay, we've moved away from that just because. I won't, we've had some people we've met who behind the scenes were very, very disappointing. And we said, you know what, Mm. the closer we get to people, oftentimes the more disappointed we get. So we kind of moved away from that, but the rock, I mean, if the rock would like to come on the show, I would make an exception for sure. (laughs) That would be truly wonderful. That would, that's a dream interview for sure. I'm sure he's picking up this feed, you know, that's what I'm just thinking. cruising along. I mean, I think this is your, this is the entree into that. It seems like no issue whatsoever. I can't, I can't imagine your phone won't be ringing by the time I, you get this thing. I'm posted. very grateful for the connection, Scott. <laughs> that's all. I'm all about making connections. That's the way we move things forward. I right? appreciate get, 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 get it. That. So, um, two questions left and then, then we'll t- talk about some other stuff unrelated to the business world. The, sure. the first one is you said, as you've been able to figure things out, you've added it to your business offering. Have there been things that you've been tempted to add or maybe did add, but didn't bring value, didn't bring revenue, and it was really time time not well spent? Although the learning is good, it was that we chased something that didn't work out. Anything that's in, in that category? Yeah, it's something that we'll probably revisit in the future when we have a larger team, but we were trying to do something called next level virtual assistance, where hmm. we would have people on the team that could be VAs. Okay. And we just... It's hard when you're trying to grow so many things at the same time because you really aren't putting as much time, energy, effort, and focus into the department as you should. So that didn't pan out the way we wanted it to. Even the social media thing, I mean, this is the second version. We we had clients in the past and it just didn't go as well as we wanted. We retooled, we reteamed, and now it's absolutely crushing. So those are those are two of the big ones. We've definitely experienced a lot of quote unquote failures with live events. Live events are okay. a lot harder than I ever thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. very humbling. Yeah. Live, live events on social or like live live events, like set up a venue and that. go there and yeah, that yeah, yeah. Okay. You throw yeah, your, for sure. a lot. Yeah. You throw your five to $10,000 on the table and you say, yeah, I yeah. can probably find enough people to maybe make my money back. That has been unreasonably humbling. But yeah. to your point, I don't, I, the lessons I've learned in that are just so valuable. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't give the experience back for sure. For sure, for sure. So, so you're a man with ideas. I can, uh, you know, you, you can hear that it comes across. You've been, you, you've, t- you've taken something that was, I don't know, an experiment, right? And the first few that you had, and, and now have created this. What's next? Uh, you mentioned that maybe some expansion on the virtual assistant side, but just maybe within the in the podcast realm, what what else are you trying to do, or what's maybe the next? 12, 18 months look like for next level university. Yeah. So we have our first retreat in September. Uh, that'll be our first like real attempt at a retreat. I expect it'll go. Okay. We'll definitely fail forward. That's just part of the course. Yeah. Yeah. From there, I'm, I'm really trying to dip my toe more into podcasting and the industry of podcasters. I, I went to an event last year. I've spoken on a bunch of shows about podcasting, given speeches. So 
I just want to take what I've learned over the last 1400 episodes and just share it with people. So that's really my, my main direction. It's almost like we're at a place now where my business partner and I, we kind of divide and conquer. Okay. I'm the podcast guy. I'm the front facing guy. He is behind the scenes. You will never see him most likely other than on our show. That's kind of the next level is, okay, we've identified the genius zones. We've really been leaning into them. Now it's time to do the 80, 20 rule into the genius zones, you know, separately. That's really the next, I think the next stage for us. Yeah. Our, uh, unique ability, right? Def- defining that unique ability, delegating that unique ability. It sounds like you've gotten to that place there. Um, I, I feel like I've recommended this book on a couple of episodes. I'm going to do it again. If you haven't grabbed it yet, Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy have written this book called 10 X is easier than two X. If you haven't cracked that one yet, I, I just strong recommend it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're there, right? It's like, get rid of the stuff. That's, that, that's, that, that's probably makes up most of your time. That's not helping you to get to that next level. Yep. You've made some huge jumps already. And this book is just all about how do you make those big jumps, learn from when you've made them and how do you do that time and again, time and again, and, and, and create something way more fulfilling and really be, you know, that superpower, that unique ability and mm-hmm. spend all your time in that spot. So my you, business partner is reading it right now and he has been, he's been raving about it. It's an, it's, it's just, a, it's an amazing read. Those two gentlemen have written uh, several good ones yep. and, and this is the latest one. And it, you know, my, my peers and I talk about it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It just is, you know, every, every page is like, Oh yeah, that makes tons of sense. Why am I not spending time on that? Right. It's like, no kidding. Right. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Um, well, well, fantastic. And, and really good luck with the retreat. Thank Sounds you. like that's a, a new venture on there, though, Jason to what you've been doing here and, and just lo- love to hear all that's going on. Thank you. Um, all right. Kevin, every time we, we come come to the end here, we do like to spend a little time just learning a little more about you individually. Okay. So we call them our fast five questions. Uh, the first one is out there for each guest. I'm a sports fan, so I ask this question. Not everyone has, has a team, but do you have a favorite sports team? Uh, probably the Bruins, Boston mm-hmm. Bruins, if I had to pick yep. a team. Sure, sure. Uh, lo- local there, too, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, what would you eat for your last meal? Oh, my goodness. I would get... I would get a large pepperoni pizza with feta, well done. I would get a side of fries, a side of mozzarella sticks, and a full pint of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Just go all in, mm-hmm. right? Go all in. Yeah. Extra crispy is the way to do it. Of course. Way. I totally agree. Got to have it. Got to have it that way. Um, we were talking a little bit about taking some time off. I know you said you didn't have any this year, but do you have a dream vacation spot, a place that you maybe haven't been, but you always wanted to get to? Oh, man. On? No, not really. I'm not okay. a like I'm not a huge vacation guy. Probably okay. I would probably say Greece. Greece. That would yeah. probably be it for me. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. What do you watch? What's the favorite maybe all-time TV show or movie or something that's streaming right now that's got your attention? Maybe I mean, TV show. Breaking Bad is the greatest. I will go toe to toe. It's the greatest TV show awesome. ever of all time. I love um mixed martial arts, so I watch a lot okay. of UFC every single weekend, so Yeah. Yeah. So Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. I mean, they both have bring so much to the table. Do you have? Do you, I mean, you, you obviously lean towards Breaking. It's got to be mean, Breaking Bad because same, without Breaking Bad, same. there is yeah. no there is no Saul. Same universe, but they are both fantastic. I miss I miss them both, and yeah. uh, maybe maybe time just to to go with a little rewatch on, on those <laughs> on those. Um, and then last but certainly not least, just a, a a piece of advice, favorite quote, something that you anchor back on or you come back to time and again when you need it. Anything that has uh, resonated, echoed with you throughout your career? Yeah. From day to day, progress is invisible, but from year to year, progress is impossible to miss. That's awesome. I did a lot of podcasts yesterday. I'll do a lot today. Measurably, I'm no better, but five years ago, I was not very good. And it's just that contrast is important. 
I was going to ask you with those reps, I know there's not an official ranking, but you've got to be in the top single digit percent of you know, podcast reps. Have you ever looked into it? I thought about it. I meant to ask you that earlier, but is that anything that's, that you've ever looked into or try, tried to measure if, if it even can be measured? Yeah, I'm a very, I like to know the ceiling and the floor of everything. Not, not from an ego thing. I just need to, I like to know where I fall. And I would say right. it's probably top 1% of 1%. At, yeah. at this point, just based on 2000 episodes, there's just not a lot of people who have the opportunity to do that many. Yeah. Yeah. You, and put yourself out there and doing yeah. it and having your own content out there at the same time and having those go along and stay, staying after it, as you and I said, right? Just keep doing it, keep putting it out there and, and, and uh, you know, let it grow as it grows and, and uh, just stay after it. Every day. To it. Every Absolutely. day, Scott. Awesome. Awesome. Great stuff. Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Uh, the story is, is fantastic. What you've been able to accomplish is uh, fantastic and just was wonderful hearing from you. How can people find you? Uh, you don't have to give your phone number, though. You said you used to do that. But how do people find you? How do they get in contact with you if they want to touch base about uh, Next Level University? Yeah, I always say search Next Level University. You'll find the podcast. We're on all the platforms. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. So every episode is there. You'll find it. And then if you ever want to reach out to me directly, questions, comments, concerns, Kevin at nextleveluniverse.com is my email. I do my own email, so I will be there for you if you need me. Fantastic, fantastic. Kevin, I thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you coming out your day. You've got a busy calendar. Uh, fitness in here as we get our own show launched here. It's great to see the future of what's <laughs> out there from where I sit today, which is at the very beginning. So I appreciate of that course. and all the, uh, all the thoughts. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for having me. Okay, have a great day. You too. The Grow Your Damn Business Podcast is hosted by Scott Goodrich, a professional EOS implementer. To learn more about EOS and how it might help grow your damn business, you can email Scott at scott.goodrich at eosworldwide.com or check out his website at www.eosworldwide.com forward slash Scott hyphen Goodrich. This podcast is a production of Old Soul. Old Soul is a one-stop marketing agency that builds podcasts for personal brands and businesses. If you're interested in starting your own podcast show, shoot them an email at Info at aoldsoul.com. That's info at aoldsoul.com. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Damn Business Podcast. If you found this conversation valuable, subscribe to our YouTube channel and find us on your favorite podcast platform. We will see you next week on the Grow Your Damn Business Podcast.